Welcome back to the Yee Yee Podcast, aka the Smith's Dinner Table, <laughs> because this is basically just our entire family in the room right now. We have Granger, Amber, and Tyler. Still looking for Yee Yee sister-in-law? <laughs> Comment below. Now that doesn't work. We know that doesn't work. We've tried that. Yes. Please don't do that. Uh, today is Wednesday, May 19th. Granger, you have some tour dates coming up. Kansas, May 28th, and Louisiana, May 29th. Yep. Yeah. I I got, I just said on the Smiths as I was looking at my phone, there's a lot of tour dates in there, and there's going to be more and more they're filling in. So we have um, Kansas, Louisiana, like you said. We have Bakersfield, California. Um, we have New Braunfels, Texas. There's some radio shows in Houston and Tulsa. Illinois, Wisconsin, Iowa, Texas again for 4th of July, then Missouri, a couple shows in Missouri, or no, three shows in Missouri, Kansas City, uh, Lake Ozark, Trenton, uh, Bozeman, Montana, Richmond, Utah, uh, Evansville, Indiana, Taylorsville, Illinois, and Guthrie Center, Iowa, all in June, July. All right. So you have some tour dates coming up. Good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're excited. This is the first time Amber's been on the UU podcast. It is. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm excited yeah. to be here. Thanks for coming. Have you have you felt like over the last few years, especially, like are you just so used to being in front of the camera and kind of being put on the spot and being on podcasts? I feel like it's just nothing for you these days because you're used to it. I think I still get a little nervous every single time just because you don't know what to expect, but not with you guys. Yeah. You are my family. Yeah. Um. I was talking to a guy the other day with Hayden and he said, I won't even listen to a podcast unless there's been at least a hundred episodes because after at least a hundred episodes, he's like, I feel like that's when a host knows how to like handle it and navigate the conversation and ask good questions and be empathetic. And I was like, I guess that's really with anything in life. You just have to do it and kind of be stinky for a while. And then eventually you kind of get used to it. I think I'm on like number 84 with Granger Smith podcast. Yeah. I so I guess I'm not quite ready. I think I'm on like 50 something. With the rise. With the rise. So what are you guys on? Like nah, nine, nine or 10? 10. ten. <laughs> ten. <laughs> so Episode we all, 10. We all suck. So yeah. whoever's listening, this is not a legit podcast yet. <laughs> so tune in in 90 weeks uh, for episode 100. Are you guys you doing one in. a week now? Yeah. Every Wednesday. Nice. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. When do right. they launch? They, they launch on Wednesdays? Yeah, we do Wednesday mornings. What time? 2 a.m.? 2 a.m. Wednesday mornings. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. Why do we do that? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows Nobody why knows. we do there's that. No, there's no data. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows. I, mine was launching at uh, I think five a.m. to get on Monday mornings to get the the commute to work, and I changed it recently to six thirty a.m. because I felt like I was missing a, just a few people, and if you don't get into that algorithm early, but I don't know if there's a rhyme or reason. I know a lot of people release at two a.m. You know, one podcast that I follow, um, it's the only one I follow like 10 or subscribe to like 10 or 15 and they're the only one that launches on Sundays. And I was like, man, that's such an advantage because like if I'm walking or want to listen to a podcast or driving something new, they're the only one that comes out on Sunday. So mm -hmm. that's just something to think about. Like you obviously have the arrive. There's yeah. some I listen to that are Monday through Friday and then I miss them on the weekends. I'm like, ah, it's yeah. Saturday. I can't hear it. That's an opportunity, I think. Yeah, maybe so. We'll arise Sunday morning. Well, yeah, we're working on it. It's only on YouTube now, but working with Paul to switch it over 
to podcast form. Yeah. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know, uh, Amber has her, that, well, y'all, Granger and Amber both have the Smiths that is Monday, Wednesday, or excuse me. Yeah. Monday, Wednesday. No, Tuesday, Thursday. Tuesday, Thursday. And your Granger's podcast is, we almost have every day of the week covered. Granger's podcast is Monday, Smiths Tuesday, Yee podcast Wednesday, Smiths Thursday, and then Amber's Arise is on Sunday mornings. Yes. Yeah. And you were doing what? Were you doing UU Life on Saturday or something? Or Grange or something? Well, I used to be on Friday, and I was doing Truck Restore on Fridays, which I might still do this Friday. But um, when that project started slowing down with parts and stuff, we had, we couldn't do it every single Friday. Yeah. It's a lot on our editors, too. Yeah. It's only two guys that edit all of that. Yeah. I, I think that it would be cool to talk about the early days, the early days, like that was a super long time ago but and it doesn't really in some ways it feels like another lifetime and then then in other ways it feels like it's like oh that was just like 10 years ago but like the evolution of granger with earl or first of all tyler on the road with granger selling merch does that feel like another lifetime to you were there like so for those of you who don't know tyler would go on the road with granger and he was literally the the merch guy and you would sell sell gear on the road does that feel like another lifetime ago were there ever times when you were on the road and you were like what am i doing should i've should i've stayed in a corporate job Well, to be fair before tyler says anything i guess but to be fair that was a long time ago because we hired nugget in like 05 so anything before 05 was tyler but we had nugget then we had whole wheat then we had um i guess we had turtle well, I did it for a while. We had Matador. We had oh, we had Matador and then Turtle. Was, the Ma- then was Matador? What's up with these names? Was Matador after me? Because I got was it my foot? Yeah. We were we were at a show, and I dropped the merch grid on my foot, and it swelled up like a golf ball. And Tyler, I think oh, Tyler I carried that. me into ponchos. So let's go down this again. I've never really thought about this, but we had Nugget, Whole Wheat, Matador, Turtle. Why, did, why didn't I get a cool nickname? And then after Turtle, we hired Jeremy. Because you didn't do it that long, did you? I feel like I did. Now we have Matt. I felt responsible because I think I was selling in that interim between mm-hmm. Matador and then I think I had to go back in and then Amber started helping, which was awesome. And yeah. then I drifted away. You got hurt and then we brought on turtle but turtle was only there for like he quit he quit in a, the middle of a show one show who was our cousin for those he was our he was our cousin and then we hired jeremy who is our tour manager chris's little brother him. yeah and then Jer- jeremy was our longest reigning uh, merch guy and now we have nard dog and now we have nard <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think this is just granger liking to give nicknames out all these yeah. guys had normal names that did not go by these names before they worked well, with granger we put out videos all the time back then and so we were all always trying to build the brand like we still are now and so we gave each person a name and character mm-hmm. to answer your question yes it feels like a lifetime ago because it was it was yeah yeah i was like young 20 years ago yeah for some reason i thought i figured that i mean i remember being in like middle school and i thought you were selling merch later on but i guess i guess you were just you and i would just kind of hang out at the merch table and that's why it kind of felt like you were selling merch i remember tyler and amber used to have competitions to see who could set up the merch table the fastest yeah and i think you were the reigning champ champion amber 
and we would get so excited over I mean slowly like 200 a night or 300 a night and I think maybe my highest or something we got so excited over like 516 bucks or something I don't remember it was, we were so excited over that yeah. that's awesome I didn't even know we sold that much that's great yeah that's the beginning of UU apparel yeah it helps having you two having a pretty girl well, I enjoy talking with Christine everybody and Christine you. and my mom would come and so that's and... when we would probably one of the records was set would sell a lot <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. she'd be like, no, you need this koozie too, or you need this shirt too, or your girlfriend will love this. She's like overselling, upselling. But even before that, didn't y'all's mom mail out and, and send well, stuff out? Or was that, that was when March? that was our online selling online. What mom was the one shipping them. Yeah. So we would go on the road and we'd sell, but I mean, our online sales were tiny. Mm -hmm. It was like a t shirt a month or something. One t shirt per month would yeah. just randomly come in. And mom had them in the kitchen in a cabinet and she would go look for Usually it was like a CD and a t-shirt and she'd go look in the cabinet and pull it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's funny. D Amber, do you remember thinking like what was going through your head when the whole Yee Yee thing came about? What were your thoughts on Earl when it first happened? Oh, I thought it was hilarious. I don't, I don't think any of us, we all wanted it to be, to be big. I don't think any of us thought it would be what it is now. I mean, I don't know that we looked at it thinking it's going to become a brand someday yeah, I mean, i'm sure tyler had that vision or you're you know. pregnant with london yeah i was pregnant with london and yeah that was when earl was born 2011 so what's going to be born now while you're pregnant with maverick i don't know what are you guys <laughs> what are you guys gonna do <laughs> i don't know what's next so were you sending all of the orders out yourself from home yeah and i we had a little office in round rock was i sent no i was probably sending them out in our first house before when i was pregnant with london yep we had um well, we had the trailer because the van and trailer would park in the dri the gravel driveway, yeah. the dirt road driveway, yeah. which is where the album name came from. The van and trailer would park in the dirt road driveway, and then you would go outside and open the trailer yeah. and dig through and go. I need a medium. Gosh, it does. It seem it does seem like a like a lifetime ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's an old picture of Amber in London sending out orders that Brian can put on the screen right here. That's pretty awesome. Hayden actually made a meme of it the other day that was like, when there was a trend going around, that was like, what was it, Ben? Uh, how it started. Oh yeah, how, how yeah. it started versus how it's going. And so it was like an old picture of London and uh, Amber. And then it showed our warehouse now with like Caleb, like yeah. leading a, a squad of Yee shippers to like a big truck. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool to see the evolution of it, but it's not really anything that I mean, it's just something that you kind of go day by day with. Mm -hmm. Like, I think if any of us could, s do y'all have an idea? I literally have the two founders and Amber in the room. Do y'all have an idea of where, compared to where we were 10 years ago, where we will be 10 years from now? Um, well, that's a Tyler question because he's more of the long-term vision guy. But I was going to say on a side note that before Yee Yee, Tyler could correct me if I'm wrong, but our a lot of times our best seller was this shirt called um, "If you're gonna play in Texas, you gotta have a Mexican in the band." Yeah, and we had we had uh, our my bass player was Manny. He wasn't even Mexican. He was actually half German, half Puerto Rican, but we used it to talk because it was like it was funny, and I, everyone in Texas loved it. And there's so many Hispanic speakers in Texas, and they loved that shirt. Yeah. Nobody was offended back then, but they loved it. So we, we sold it was gray and it had like a blue little 
character from Mexico and he was playing a bass guitar. Mm -hmm. And I would introduce him and I would say, as I was introducing the band, and I would say, if you're going to play in Texas, you got to have a Mexican in the band. And everyone would cheer like crazy. And so we sold a lot of that shirt. And I remember when we reordered one day and we ordered a whole bunch. Like for us, reordering was like two boxes of Gildan. So we had two full boxes of Gildan. We just got it, got them in the mail, put them in the trailer. And let me proceed that what you're about to say was I bought Granger for Christmas one year two t-shirts it was like all the money I had in my account it's like $500 order and there was two t-shirts and one of them was that one and I gave them to him for Christmas and then they went on tour and then so then we we're driving I don't think you know the story Parker but we were in the van and the trailer the side door of the trailer wasn't latched when we left and we were in College Station going on highway 21 going across highway six on the bridge and as we turned onto the bridge the door of the tra the side door opened and all of those shirts fell out off the bridge onto highway six and went everywhere if you're gonna play in texas you gotta have a mexican <laughs> in the band all these shirts just flew like little birds everywhere in college station and we were like, ah, <laughs> it was like a night. It was just a terrible nightmare. So someone on Highway 6 probably just found a bunch of random. Yeah, they're probably still there. A bunch of random shirts. Gosh. I love those old band stories that were just so ridiculous. Like if you get a bunch of guys in a van with a trailer behind it, especially with y'all, like there's just going to be some ridiculous stories that come about. That was I mean, that was, I used to travel with you guys and that was so much fun before we had kids and we were just, we always stopped at the gas stations after we're after the shows and it was so fun. I mean, all the guys were so funny. I haven't, mm -hmm. I mean, I laughed so hard every night. I miss really. those. I miss the gas station stops yeah. and I have forgotten how hard it was to travel in a van. Mm -hmm. Just, it was so hard physically and you get so tired. I get tired in a bus too, but I have forgotten that kind of camaraderie that we had. And mm -hmm. when you're with each other all the time, mm -hmm. taking turns driving, but you're terrible seeing- Terrible hotels. Terrible, terrible. hotels. The cheapest, our hotels that we stayed in were the cheapest you could find. Mm -hmm. That was their criteria. What's the absolute cheapest? 30 bucks. Remember that one in Amarillo? Yeah, it was ni 1999. Yeah. Cockroaches. But if you're looking at us, a, a budget for a tour and you're getting paid say you're getting paid 500 bucks that's like an average and there's five people in the band so if everyone's going to get paid at least 100 bucks for the day i don't have anything left for gas and unless i'm selling if you're going to play in texas you got to have a mexican in the band t-shirts and so then our budget for hotels was nothing so it needed to be one room that was like 30 dollars. that was the average and then we would pull the mattresses off put them on the floor like get, get a double queen bed and put the mattresses on the floor so then you had two, four beds because you had the box springs so two guys would sleep on the box spring two guys would sleep on the mattresses and that would sleep eight total if you needed it and that was so that was tough but i have forgotten those hard times and i more remember the camaraderie seeing the country like when we would go out west and you'd see new mexico you'd see the mountains you'd see the sunsets you'd see the sun rises we don't see any of that in the bus. Mm -hmm. I just wake up and I'm in another parking lot yeah. ready to play. 
you know what that kind of reminds me of is y'all living in a barn right now and kind of just being rather than being in a house where you're completely separated from the elements y'all both kind of talked about how when you hear it rain it's gonna yeah. rain and when it's hot you're gonna feel the heat you really feel all the seasons right totally yeah yeah we feel it it's what's scary about living in the barn not scary but what's gives me anxiety is coming up onto the one year mark which we're right around the one year so we could do everything once one season but now that we're thinking about the second summer coming around and we have these wolf spiders and there's they there's these massive wolf spiders that live in our barn and with us and scorpions but I've been stung by scorpions several times now. It's not that big a deal. But the wolf spiders will mate this time of year, and then they'll make babies. What is that, babe? Like uh, September? What did we decide? I think it's September or August. I think it's the next one. Right now we're in roly-poly season. Yeah. So we have roly-polies everywhere. It's like there's like different bug seasons. But I think, and then it's scorpions, and then I think wolf spiders come. So the wolf spiders carry their babies on their back, Hundreds. and they'll be a big mama, and they come out at night. So it's like I go brush my teeth in the barn and I come out and there's just one standing there in the middle of the floor like with a hundred babies on its back. More than a hundred. More than a hundred. And so the first time I saw that, I smacked it with my boot. Actually, the ones I'm wearing now, flat on the bottom. Oh, no. And it just oh, no. shot them everywhere. <laughs> it shot the little babies everywhere like an explosion of baby spiders they got over they crawling on you they got all over me all over gypsy our dog all over the everything just explosion of babies so now we know smash and flat and, and twist, twist. <laughs> and you might see like one or two sorry for spider lovers out there but we smash them someone is driving on their way to work right now just cringing, cringing yeah just came out like arachnophobia yeah so yeah that's the pros of living in a barn mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. millions and millions of spiders. We get those here at the farm too, in the gym, Tyler and I, there's just so many roly polies yeah. and we were talking to the bug guy and he was like, that's just the roly polies attract them, the little bugs. Cause that's what they eat. And so the, the we get the cellar spiders with the really long legs in the, in the gym. They're daddy anyway. long legs? No, they're not daddy long legs. They're, it's like a mixture in between. Okay between like a wolf spider and a daddy long legs. It's just, anyway, I'll stop talking about spiders. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good thing is I got to write a song out of it called I Kill Spiders. Yeah. Was that out of? Well, we hadn't moved there yet, but we had been seeing wolf spiders and wolf spiders are just scary because they're so big. Actually, one bit river, they do, they will bite you in one bit river on his back of his, on his back. On his back. Mm-hmm. And it's swelled up. Hmm. They're they're devious. Since since I feel like London has gotten pretty tough with bugs and fish and stuff, right? She has. Yeah. I mean, she's getting really brave and adventurous in all of her little creatures. She just loves creatures, but she did used to be scared of bugs. Now she holds now slugs, she, yeah. um, crawfish, yeah, all yeah. kinds of things. Everything. Yeah. So Amber, why don't you talk about kind of your role with Yee Apparel now? and how you're involved for those that may not know. So now I do most of the women's line. Um, So I'll do designs and then I'll bring them to you guys. We'll have a meeting about them. You guys tell me what you love, what you totally hate. And then we pick out the designs for each season. Yeah. So we're trying to get more structured with it Mm -hmm. as we grow. And it's been really fun to, 
as we slowly start to do, as y'all may notice, like as we start to do slowly, like more type swimsuits and more like custom jackets, like I'm actually wearing one right now. That's a sample for next fall. Um, that just some of these products that people don't realize take, I, I started, I started the first concept of this jacket in May of 2020. So that's already been 12 months since like some, some of these products take like 12 or 18 months. It's mm -hmm. just crazy. The turnaround time. Um, yeah. And I think we're learning with, especially swimwear, um, that we can't make everybody happy and that unless we start from scratch and make it from the ground up, we're not going to get like the fit and the style and, and what people are requesting. But like you said, it takes a year, you know, yeah. to come up with that, that yeah. design. It's crazy. And then Granger, you've kind of gone from, you've kind of gone from being really involved with it. And then Tyler as well to more of like a passive founder and then you're busy with the smiths and with music and touring which is what you really like to do yeah i i do love you you pearl and i want to always be involved in those but it gets to be so much like with the shirt of the month a lot of times the shirt of the month i see it when it's in the warehouse and that's the first time i've seen it when it's already printed so you've you've been involving me more and as we as as our seasonal launches get bigger we finally learned to have a meeting about it ahead of time so we could do a creative meeting and really dive into that so that we could all kind of have our opinions because tyler's gonna he's gonna he's gonna love a certain shirt style i'm gonna learn to love a certain shirt style and and hats and then we're all gonna agree on what we think the other people are going to love not just what we do so it's important for us to have those meetings and we're, we're learning as a company to start involving everybody's opinion when it comes to that. Yeah, it used to be, it was like, y'all were super involved and then I was just doing everything and then we were like, hold on, we need to like all be on the same page for this mm -hmm. stuff because then Granger would just come in and be like, what is this hat even? Like I would never even wear this. Mm -hmm. And then we had, I didn't even think there was any girls that would want anything. And then Amber was like, I'm getting a lot of requests from people who want girl stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I was making stuff that was not what people wanted. So it's been cool for us to all like put our heads together. And then and now that we have like Ben and Brian here and, and Hayden, it's just more heads and more people to give opinions to figure out what we think is going to do well and try to plan these launches further out in advance. It's been such a learning process, but it's been so fulfilling and rewarding. Yeah, it's, it's been a learning process of, of learning what we like personally versus what we think our audience and our fans will like. So trying to balance that has been tricky because I know sometimes I'll make things that I think that I like, but then don't maybe not don't do well. And then things that I think will do really well don't. Yeah. Did I say that right? Vice versa. So it's just yeah. like lining up your likes with what our target audience is, is really needing and wanting and going after. Yeah. And it's been funny to see our like audience and like the brand evolve from like super uh to evolve from like super um like if you look back at some of our stuff that we used to have in like 2010 2011 it was just like basically like memes and sayings mm -hmm. on apparel versus like some of the like now we have stuff like leggings and bras and like an athleisure line and like bringing in more premium stuff so it's just been interesting to like kind of walk that line between like not taking ourselves too seriously but then also like becoming a brand yeah if that makes sense yeah yeah this saturday is the nascar race and granger is going 
Are you excited? Yeah. Yeah. To be honest with you, we've, or to be honest with the listeners, we've been frustrated because as everything that's been dealing, we've been dealing with the last 16 months, COVID is still taking its toll. So NASCAR is limiting our guest list to that. So um, that's frustrating that we finally get a car on the track and we're so excited. I'm going to get to go, but not everyone in this room is going to get to go because of the restrictions. So at the same time, I'm, I, yes, I'm very excited. Yeah. So um, right now while we're recording this, we don't know how Brandon did at um, Dover. Is that the place? Yeah, Dover. He's starting third this Saturday, which will have been a few days prior to this uh, releasing. But it's going to be really exciting. It's going to be really fun. We'll be so if you're not, it's going to be on uh, FS1, I believe. Fox Sports 1 is what the Xfinity series is on. Sometimes it's on the main Fox channel. And I think it'll be at 3 o'clock this Saturday. And if you're in the Austin area, you should get tickets and go. And if you see us, come say hi. You'll see uh, Hayden and myself and Granger in the pit box and you'll probably see Granger with a camera yelling, and it'll be fun. If they it'll let be... me. If they let me have a camera, because COVID, you know cameras, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, they did just announce that we don't have to wear masks outside there. Ah, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> but we do thank have to wear goodness. them inside. <laughs> what is inside at Coda? Um, I think in... It's all outside. I don't know. Good question. All right, cool. So no masks. Cool. I haven't worn a mask in a long, long time. Tyler was kind of the leader out of our crew um, heading that up where he was just kind of like, I'm just kind of stop <laughs> wearing a mask around here. I'm a little bit more of a baby with it. Yeah. I don't like when people yell at me. Sorry. I still just, if it says it on the door, I still just do it. But you wear the mask? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not reading nothing on nowhere. <laughs> 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 I'm just walking. I still do it. Yeah, Tyler's not gonna walk up to the door and be like, "Oops, <laughs> almost forgot." They'll usually back have one. Car. I don't know. I was at the bank the other day. I haven't worn a mask in forever, and I had to go to the bank. And um, the first time actually I went, they didn't say anything. I snuck in there. But then the second time I went a couple of days later, they made me wear one. So I gave the mask and said, "No." She said, "Can I get you one?" I'm like, "I'm alright." And she said, "Well, we have to. You have to wear them." I was like, "I thought the mask mandate was over in Texas." And she said, "Well, well, you know." The Wells Fargo like head like requires masks, and I was like, "Well, do you know when we're not gonna have to wear masks?" And she said, "No, don't know." I was like, "Yeah, cool. So we're just gonna wear them forever. Is that the deal?" <laughs> so I put my damn mask on. And left. Yeah, I don't. I just don't care as much as you do about it. I would much rather not. So I don't. I don't have one. I don't travel with one. I don't have one on me. And I don't have one in my truck. But at the same time, if I walk into Ace Hardware, like I did a couple of weeks ago, walked into Ace Hardware and I was looking for something and they were like, do you have a mask? And I said, no. And, and I said, do you? That's what I always say, do you have one? And usually they'll say, yeah, we have some disposable ones. So I'm like, whatever, I'll put on the disposable one. I, I legit can't breathe well with masks. And I have asthma, I've had it for my whole life. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but I legit like struggle a little bit with, getting the oxygen that I need to be fine. Yeah. That might I mean, sound silly to some people, but. No, I think that's a thing. And the kids still have to wear them at school every day. Like we still have to f uh, punch in an app and do their temperatures every day. Mm -hmm. It's like you, you were saying, like Lincoln's kind of getting attached to it, to where he wants it. 
now you you were you were saying it's like a comfort for him and he doesn't like it yeah he's like take off your mask well the death toll and the and the um what do you call it contraction toll is just plummeting yeah so yeah we're almost out of it yeah all right well on that note our time is up (laughs) go brandon this saturday three o'clock on fs1 y'all look for the yee car there's going to be a daggum yee nascar we'll all be there with started in a garage with uh london and amber and there's a camo car so keep an eye out for a couple goofy dudes and yee shirts in the pit box y'all so thanks for watching y'all we'll see you next week see ya